The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, if you were asked to guess uh, who's more likely to die of cardiovascular disease, a man or a woman, you'd say the men. Absolutely, because you're always hearing about men's heart attacks. Well, believe it or not, globally, 54% of women and only 43% of men will fall by the wayside. The other 3% uh, might be people born with congenital uh, conditions, children and so on. But it's an interesting uh, statistic and it also informs the Irish Heart Foundation who are running the Her Heart Matters campaign for the second year in a row. It uh, focuses on raising awareness about cardiovascular health in women as uh, women's heart health has been under-researched and under-addressed. Now I'm joined by Orn O'Brien who's Irish Carew registered Senior Dietitian with the Irish Heart Foundation. Orna, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Good morning to your listeners. Now, the, the perception is there that the heart attacks and heart disease are a man's problem. Not so. Not so at all. So if you picture somebody having a heart attack, what comes to mind? A man clutching his chest. Yeah, Hollywood style. The, the usual um, thing that we see on TVs and, and movies. But in, in fact, one in four women die from heart disease and stroke. And as you said, globally, far more women die than men from heart disease and stroke. And even in relation to women health problems, heart disease and stroke kills six times more women than breast cancer itself. So this September, which is International Heart Month, the Irish Heart Foundation has launched our Her Heart Matters campaign because too many women don't know, don't realise the risk of heart disease and stroke. So the good news in this is, though, that 80 percent of heart disease and stroke, premature heart disease and stroke is preventable just through lifestyle changes alone. Yeah. Now, um, at the heart of this, if you'll pardon the pun, is <laughs> the physiology of men and women. Uh, women have smaller hearts, but women also have different hormones uh, coursing through their bodies. Mm. Which hormones actually protect them up to menopause? Mm. So contrary to what a lot of women might think, you know, when you're experiencing painful periods, there are benefits to being a woman. Um, we are female sex hormone. Oestrogen is really the big player here in terms of keeping our blood vessels open, flexible and also helping to keep our cholesterol levels within target. And as we approach menopause and oestrogen levels fluctuate and eventually reduce down, um, we, we lose that benefit. So our risk goes back to the same as men. At, in around menopause. Mm. Now, the, the reason why more men uh, or more women might die of cardiovascular disease than women, is it to do with the fact that the symptoms, for example, of heart attack and heart disease are different in women and maybe not as easily recognised? Yes, that's certainly one of them. So um, under-recognised by the women themselves. So, you know, typically, as we said, might have in a man uh, the... Uh, clutching your chest, you know, pain down the left side of the arm. For women, it can be nausea, back pain, tightness in, in your jaw, fatigue. So very vague symptoms. So women tend to recognise the signs less. But also there are um, other under-recognised pre- uh, risk factors such as pregnancy-related ones, menopause, as we've mentioned already. But also for risk factors, women... Certain risk factors are deadlier for women. So, for example, smoking increases a woman's risk of cardiovascular disease twice the amount that it would for a man. And we see similar effects in terms of blood pressure and also diabetes as well. Alcohol? Um, Alcohol, women's ability to metabolise alcohol is less than a man's. So uh, our national 
healthy or, or safe drinking limits would be lower for women anyway. So, so w- alcohol is always going to have a bigger effect yeah. on women's Now, uh, you actually point out the five heart mis- health mistakes that women make, assuming, as we've already talked about, heart disease is a man's problem. The second one is overlooking heart attack symptoms because they're maybe quite vague in the case of a woman. Yes. So... What I would say to anybody listening, any woman listening who just feels that something isn't quite right or, you know, they're in terms of their risk factors for heart disease and stroke. So their cholesterol, blood pressure, smoking, uh, weight, diabetes or blood sugars, family history, that kind of thing. If if that is on their mind, if that's a worry, then, um, you know, get it checked out, be your own self-advocate, go get checked. And, yeah. and if you are thinking you're, you're experiencing the symptoms of a heart attack, call 999 yeah. or get yourself to the emergency but the department. the symptoms may be pain in a different place, not in necessarily in the arm. It could be in the back. It can involve yes. vomiting and nausea, uh, things. And you might think something else is wrong with me, but you've got to contemplate this could be a heart attack. Yes. And we, when we think of women's health problems, we, we often think of, you know, the bikini area issues, you know, breast cancer, cervical cancer, etc., the heart side of things, people don't make the link between it being a women's health problem as well. Um, one of the other things you talk about is uh, the belief that heart um, disease is really only a concern of older people. Not necessarily so. Mm, so as we mentioned, your risk of heart disease and stroke as a woman does go up as you approach menopause and beyond. But heart disease starts in childhood. You know, what we eat every day of our lives the way we move throughout the day, all these other different risk factors play a part the whole of our lives. So it's not enough to, you know, go for a checkup. I'll check sort up. that out when I'm older. Yeah, it's, think of it like a pension. You know, if you're not paying into that from an early age, you're going to be left um, in a bit of trouble later on in life. Mm. Uh, jumping into lifestyle changes without the right mindset. Now, mm. What might people do that would actually endanger them rather than help them? You know, the from the couch to 5K, um, that is gentle. Well, it should be gentle that you go from the couch to 5K, but people do radical things sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes the couch to 5K is uh, is tough enough, I know myself. Um, so from uh, getting into the right mindset for change point of view, a lot of people, as you said, they jump right in. They think I need to be honestly, you know, this perfect Instagram version of what health looks like. But we know that looks healthy, but that is not often, you know, true health. Sometimes it's, you know, not that glamorous. It's getting out on the windy days that we've had this week uh, or in the rain sometimes. But what we mean about getting into the right mindset for change is making sure you have strong, powerful reasons for making that change. Understanding what is important for you to change in your life because we're all different. So on our website, irishheart.ie, we have a fantastic self-care and well-being journal that you can um, you, you'll get when you sign up for the campaign. And this helps you to get into that right, right, right mindset for change. It helps you to identify the habits that you have uh, that work well for you, but maybe you could focus on a little bit yeah. more um, and it'll help you kind mm. of get that change going. Yeah. Uh, and then um, having control over it, you say from an early age, I mean, incorporating exercise and movement into your whole life uh, uh, routinely, because as you said to th- this week, it might have been a bit difficult to go out um, and do what you intend to do. And it's easy to, to let it slide then, isn't it? Yeah. And there's lots of things you can do. So it doesn't mean, you know, being in the gym three times a week, four times a week. Um, it can be, you know, from the 
physical activity side of things, trying to just get in a bit of movement wherever you can, ideally 30 minutes, five days a week. And for the women, especially trying to get some strengthening exercises in there and weight bearing exercises for our muscles and our bones. Um, Now, one of the reasons why this has been an area ignored by science and also by the women themselves is that the information was not there. A lot of the research on heart disease was done exclusively on men. Yes, and there's that famous study on aspirin that um, had 22,000 participants um, that zero of them were women. No women No women at all. So we have been really left out of these huge clinical trials that were the groundwork for all of the treatments that we have nowadays purely because our hormones were seen as too scientifically difficult to work around. And then there's a very interesting study from the Polish Registry of Acute Coronary Syndromes uh, presented at a European meeting that uh, women call an ambulance for husbands, for fathers, for brothers with heart attack symptoms, but they won't do it for themselves. Exactly. And they, you know, similar study as well found that women are twice as likely to die from a heart attack uh, than men that was presented at the European Society of Cardiology Congress um, a few months ago. And really, it's down to the same reason, because they don't recognise it. Um, and they, you know, they have 100 things on their mm. list. And they, we tend to put ourselves last on that list. Uh, some of the thoughts coming in from our listeners. I thought that uh, athletes can eat red meat in their 20s, according to another expert, and then be more attentive to diet from 30 onwards. So red meat is fine to include in, in moderation. Um, and but you see the jocks. I remember when I was in America, these guys had steak for breakfast, the footballers, mm. and lunch and dinner because they felt they needed the protein at that point in their lives. I presume when they gave up the sport, they also gave up some of these bad habits, which might be hard to give up. And it's it's easier to get away with um if you're Maybe a jock. taking some liberties with your with, with how you eat on a day to day basis if you're performing at such a high level and ha- have such a high calorie requirement. But actually, you know, when we think about the big nutrition issues of the nation, we're hugely fibre deficient. Um, I think eight out of 10 Irish people don't get enough fibre. So we're really low on the fruit, veg, whole grains, peas, beans, lentils. Not so much the saturated fat Mm. side of things. Um, Can you ask your guest, is it the fact that women actually live longer than men that heart attacks are more prevalent in them because you've got to die of something and if you're living long, something will get you. So eventually women die of heart attacks. Is that the the reason for the imbalance in the stats that women simply have a longer time to get that heart attack? No, so it, it should be. But we know that the main underlying reasons are that it is under-recognised, under-diagnosed, under-researched. Mm. Uh, I'm a 44-year-old male. I'm a gym goer. I've given up alcohol and coffee, but my cholesterol was still above average. I've now turned to veganism, which apparently is supposed to dramatically reduce my cholesterol and therefore heart attack and stroke. Mm. So often you, we see a lot of frustrated people saying, you know, I don't have overweight or obesity. Why is my cholesterol high? But there's a range of factors that influence it. Could just be simply genetics. But whatever the reason is, it's really important to know your numbers and to know for you what's best to uh, to to bring it back down. So yes, he might, you know, be ticking the box in lots of areas. But there might be one thing that could help him 
to to bring it further down. The main thing is that that he does work to bring it down, which okay. sounds like he is doing already. Now, this is the second year of the campaign and people can register at heart.ie. Irishheart.ie, yes. Irishheart.ie and they can register there for Her Heart Matters. Yes. And, and all sorts of things will ensue. There is a conference online. Yes, so um, we are hosting a free webinar next Friday, which is World Heart Day, which is Friday the 29th of September. It's called Her Heart Matters, What Every Woman Needs to Know. And we're going to bring together a panel of um, experts for a conversation around women's real experiences of heart disease and stroke and how to prevent it and deal with it. So we'll share lots of practical expertise um, it's from 12.30 to 1.45 and you can register on online at irishheart.ie. Very good. Orn O'Brien, Irish Carew, registered senior dietitian with the Irish Heart Foundation. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.